0: On Shabbos, we read Parshas Tzavah. The Parsha begins with the ambiguous pronoun, Va'ata, a new, referring to Moshe Rabbeinu. It is well known that Parshas Tzavah is the only Parsha since Moshe came onto the scene where his name is not mentioned. And there are many reasons given for this anomaly. But today, I'd like to share with you a powerful insight given for the omission of Moshe's name. So let's preface it with the mystical idea of Ur Ein Saif. Oren Soif, also known as Hashem's infinite light, is an idea that Hashem's presence and His light consumes all of the universe. The Sifri Kabbalah are perplexed by this paradox. If Hashem exists, how can the universe exist? At every point in time and space, the infinite, meaning Hashem, should force out the finite, everything else. So how do we understand the concept of Ein Oid Melvado? There is no existence besides Hashem when we see physical entities occupying our universe. If, as we say in Elenu, Emes Malkeinu Efes Eilasoi, there is nothing besides Hashem, then there should be no independent existence besides Hashem. Yet, there is matter, including humanity, that occupies space. So how is that possible? This question can also be explained with the famous mathematical conundrum. 100 plus 1 or 1000 plus 1, these you get in addition when added together. What about infinity plus 1 or infinity plus 1 billion? When dealing with infinity, nothing else can have an existence. It all blends into infinity. Infinity by nature makes no room for anything else. So if God is infinity, how can we exist? The very existence of Hashem should subsume everything in its vicinity. So the authored the concept that he coined "simtsum," self-restriction or self-limitation. He said that in order for the universe to exist, Hashem had to hide Himself. He had to condense or constrict His presence and limit His being, so to speak, for us to exist. This novel concept is called simtsum. Tzimtzum is the space vacated by Hashem through the process of self-limitation so that a physical universe can exist. So just as Hashem practices Simpson and restricts himself to make room for others, this serves as a model for human leaders as well. Effective leadership requires the leader to restrict himself and make room for others to shine as well. Now we understand why Moshe Rabbeinu's name is omitted from this parsha. Moshe, the unequivocal leader of Kala Yisrael, he embodied Keser Malchus. Aharon, the coin Gadol, he was Keser Kohuna. Parsha's Tetzava talks about Kohuna. The protagonist of this Parsha is Aharon. The spotlight is on Aharon. So the reason Moshe's name is not mentioned in this Parsha is precisely because Moshe took a step back in order not to overshadow his brother. He constricted himself to give Aharon an opportunity to shine. So when Moshe Rabbeinu's name doesn't appear, it is not as a negative of Moshe, but rather it's showing us the greatness of Moshe, emulating Hashem's concept of Tzimtzum. I remember once being at a concert, and about halfway through the concert, the lead singer, the headliner, suddenly introduces his backup singer to the audience, and the lead singer then steps aside, and he lets his backup step into the spotlight and lead the next few songs. By the end of the night, Everyone knew this backup singer's name. That is also a model of Simpson. Shearing the spotlight. Making room for others to shine. The highest achievement is not self-expression, but self-limitation. Making space for somebody else to have his moment as well. The happiest marriages are those in which each spouse makes space for the other to be his or her self. Great parents make space for their children. Great leaders make space for their followers. Great teachers make space for their students. They are there when needed, but they don't smother or crush or try to dominate. They practice tzimtzum, self-limitation, so that others have a space to grow. That is how Hashem created the universe. And that was the only way for it to maintain its existence. And this is the model for us to emulate. They say that the mark of a good Rav is someone who davens for you. But a great Rav is someone who teaches you how to pray for yourself. He gives you the tools to become self-sufficient. He gives you the opportunity to shine and to express yourself. Likewise, good leaders make good followers. But great leaders create other leaders. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.